studio today. We have all of our Jittery crew that we had last week. Claire isn't here and replacing Claire we have Emily Owen Ems. Say hello. Speaking to that mic. I am speaking into the mic and it's glorious. Well we are so excited to have you on the show this morning. We are going to be doing our usual Sing Prov Madness which is singing about subjects that you want to (laughs) hear. Subjects on uh Anything you want, your suggestions, which is the amazing, beautiful thing about improv comedy is it's totally unscripted, totally made up on the spot and totally decided for or by you, which is amazing. But today we're delving a little bit deeper into improv comedy and the benefits thereof. What are the benefits of improv comedy in terms of corporates and of business? So we have done quite a few corporates in our short little lifespan. Um, and we notice and we've just started really getting into corporate training as a means of, you know, uh, companies developing either brand awareness or, um, you know, uh, being able to train their staff in terms of presentation st- skills and, uh, you know, uh, using improv in a fun, interactive way to help build team effectiveness. Uh, so what I want to do with you guys is I want to talk to you about uh, corporate experience and just about what you guys, first of all, have gotten out of improv as performers and what you think corporate world or the rest of the world can get out of improvisation. What are major lessons? Um, so let's start with Nida Hussein. Who? You. Hussein. Hussein. <laughs> Hello. Hi, my darling. So let's just talk about um, let's just talk about your experience in improvisation and what improv comedy, what life lessons has improv comedy taught you? First of all. So to be honest, uh, from the beginning, before actually being part of Jittery Citizens, um, I had heard all the different ways that improv has helped people who are part of Jittery Citizens, and I couldn't really. Um, understand it but now I feel like I've got a much deeper understanding of how it's affected me personally and it's not necessarily about acting I mean it's through performance but it's not about that and it's uh it's it's been a lot of lessons to do with trust uh, trusting myself um believing in Believing in myself. <laughs> we believe in you. And well. We believe in you. And yeah, it's been, it's, it's a lot to do with, with trust, with, um, you know, that top of the mind being present. And I mean, that's really what one, what I want daily is to be present. And absolutely. I mean, a lot of people come to us, you know, doing corporate workshops, wanting, um, you know, to do workshops for themselves personally because they need 
to express that sort of vulnerability mm. that you can't really you can't really get from doing much else you know they need to actually be vulnerable and know that it's okay to be vulnerable i think it's what's okay to be in that state you know and if anything it's the state it's the blank canvas from where genius and comedy comes from that blank state of vulnerability yeah and i think that's very much linked with uh playing and I think play is a large part of what makes me do what I do, regardless of what it is. And in that sense as well, any business environment, in terms of morale, in terms of seeing a different side to a person and also realizing that a side you usually don't show in your corporate space can be there and does have a space. Absolutely. And the truth is, is it not only is there a space for it in corporate um in corporates, but there's actually a need, mm. you know, often what will happen is corporates will come to us and they'll ask us to help them creatively brainstorm. Mm. So we'll be sitting in a room, 10 corporates and 10 improvisers. And we'll have to come up with a strategy in a really fun, creative way because that's what we're really good at, you know, doing it and doing it in a really short amount of time. Yeah, you know, which is amazing. Um, so I've done quite a few uh, corporates with Impor, and we've had some. You've <laughs> <laughs> had some fun ones. Right? We've had some. I was going to call them disastrous, but let's say let's say fun. Um, <laughs> but but we recently did a corporate training session for um, I don't know if we're actually allowed to say who it's for, but for a really big tourism company. And um, let's talk about what we actually did in terms of the format to help with that training. Um, yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like, so fun. I locked it out, so it out nice. of my memory. Um, no, but look, it was, um, you know, we were presented with scenarios, um, you know, different scenarios that this particular tourism company um, had in terms of conflict within the workspace. And Claudine and I were tasked with showing the right way to do things and the wrong, for lack of a better word, not that there is really any r- yeah, right or wrong. Yeah, we called it correct, correct and incorrect, incorrect behaviors. Yes, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And yeah, it was, it was, um, I think it was a great experience in terms of, um, the, it, how it was received. Um, we would like to think that, um, what we did, made a difference um and uh, you know a lot of the time with corporates that's the thing is you you go in you you know it's a great show everybody's entertained but unless there's follow through and the, you know we go back and we see how they're doing which is i think is kind of what um i i'd be interested in doing in the future is going to a company and then going again after a few months to see mm. if what we did actually made any difference. But absolutely, it was so great. Yeah. Outcome based. Yeah, absolutely. And um, what's also really great about the training that you and I did is not only was it incorrect behaviors, but it was highly interactive. The audience were laughing the entire time. Mm. Yeah. So they were learning through humor, but also they were sharing with us the correct behaviors on what should be implemented within the workplace. Mm. So, you know, it's training through interaction and humor. Yeah. And I think also it's what totally was, outcome based. Yeah. Yeah. And what was great as well is we had, um, different, uh, people from different, um, I suppose, 
uh, divisions of the company. So we had legal there, there was marketing, and they were all, um, you know, they were almost forced to be in the same space. And, and there was, it was a great team building experience, I think, for them because, um, it can be very lonely in corporate, I think, when you're in your little corner as a, you know, in, as a legal person and you're over there as a marketing person and, and you don't really get to bond as a company and, and work and towards. And you don't get that support necessarily. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So that's what we do. That's what we do. And we're going to show you more of what we do mm. by playing our first sing rock game. Cause we're getting far too serious, yes. far too serious yeah, for the wow. show. Good morning. Corporates are hectic, but we love them. Okay. So our first game, yeah, we're going to start it. off with duet. This is for. Any of our players. And what we're going to do throughout the show is if you can keep the uh, WeChat messages rolling in so we can get your suggestions. Last week, we gave two tickets to our next show to David Duplessis. We sang him a beautiful <laughs> serenade. Um, so keep those WeChats coming in so we can hear what you want to listen to. Right. But uh, for now, to save time, I'm going to ask Duncan. Duncan, we are going to sing a duet. Can you please give us a suggestion of a kitchen utensil? Mm. Uh, a spatula. A mm. spatula. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that is going to be a romantic love song. We're going to play a ballad, please, Tone. A ballad. And um, we are going to sing a love song, a duet to each other called Spatula. Whoever would like to. Whoever happens to. Great. Keeping it improv style right now. Come, come on up here, honey, and sing me that song. Oh, oh, oh. When I'm alone. Staring at me And then I see You Walking in the room And I go and get My spatula My spatula My it's yours, but it's mine. My grand, my grandfather gave this to me. We used to fry eggs and grits together on this pan. Oh, baby. This pan, this spatula in this kitchen is why they call me Mitchum. Spatula, 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 spatula. Now, baby, we may cook a bit together, oh. but don't get it twisted. Don't. This kitchen here is mine, and if you try to take it away from me. 
I'll have to take you to my lawyer. Her name is Dee. When I gave you this spatula, it was supposed to be ours, not just yours. Hmm. But I Girl. guess that's what it's like. I broke that and put it in the bin. It just happened to look like my grandfather's. Well, baby, I think you're just forgetting something here. I'm a Mitchum too, babes. I'm a Mrs. Mitchum. Hmm. Well, you'll be a ex-Mrs. Mitchum. Oh! Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh. ho! Spatula. Spatula. Now, get you if you spatula. don't... Don't be testing me, girl. I might use the spatula in ways that you might not enjoy. Oh! 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 Stop! <laughs> Maybe just a little bit. Oh, you want some of that spatula, girl? Oh, hey! <laughs> spatula! Spatula! Together! Fry my eggs in the morning, baby. Fry my eggs. I loved that. I want eggs and spatulas up in my grill. That was totally <laughs> awesome, guys. Um, who would have thought that you guys can do so amazingly, sing about spatulas and eggs, and turn it into a love song I would actually buy? So just saying we need to download that to <laughs> iTunes now. <laughs> Is it download or upload? I have no idea. Uh, definitely Gotta not technology savvy. That's, that's, that's for sure. It's incredible as well the, traje- the trajectory of the song, like yeah. where, where you think it starts versus – you know, where it's going and suddenly... So, Em, let's talk about that. What is going through your brain as you are <laughs> improvising, well, as you are singing the song? Is there is there huge amounts of pressure? What What are you experiencing? I suppose in this case, it was a matter of like, who is singing? <laughs> That's a start. <laughs> so, um, because just to get that clear for everybody, we don't discuss anything before we perform. Yeah. Uh, you know, we literally are all improvising and we improvising around everything from who plays to what games we play and, you know, mm. the format or the structure of the songs. Yeah. Is that correct, Tone? What Actually, it- I just wanted to throw something in here. It's very important. Um, and it relates to the corporate, the whole corporate um, uh, ethic. And that is that we have to support each other. We have to work as a team. I will start off by suggesting a chord structure and a rhythm. Mm-hmm. You might not take it, in which case I've got to adapt it, which is in fact what happened during the song. Mm-hmm. And also, one of the things that happens very often, especially in song prov, is uh, sing prov. What do you what sing do you prov? Sing prov. prov. Is um, you heard a lot there of uh, there's a there's a rhythm and a melody, a kind of suggested melody going on underneath, but the song is actually spoken, yeah. and there's yes. nothing wrong with that. 
Mm. And so provided we're all listening to each other, the outcome will be satisfactory. And yeah. I think that's a very important part of uh, improvisation, especially in the corporate world. But Absolutely. To, to, to deal with things. So, for example, I didn't know how to turn the volume up in the earphone, so I, I couldn't actually hear what was going on. And so Meg came to the rescue. But it's about – it's it's exactly support. that as well, the support, support in work. when you something is going. You Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And the truth is, oh. is – you're constantly saying yes to each other. You're constantly saying yes. You know, M started the song off. Everybody else in studio said yes. Tony played along, changed his chord, uh, chord structure accordingly. Um, <laughs> changed his chord structure accordingly. Mm. Nadal was then cool. I'm going to do backup. Megs was like, I can help with, uh, chorus and, and Paul was like, Awesome, I'm going to come in with second verse. You know, so it really Mitchum. is all of us. And Mr. Mitchum, uh, who's in poor? Mr. Mitchum was like, uh, Mitchum, Mitchum, junior, junior, junior. Going um, American. <laughs> yes, I love it. From the South. From the South. Um, so it absolutely is about support and it is about teamwork. And we're going to see more of that support and teamwork now because we're going to move straight on to our second game. Um, now, this is also something really cool, and we haven't played it before, so I'm just going to throw it out there. It is ad executive game, because our theme is corporates today. We are going to sing a song about a nonsense object. So we don't know what this nonsense object does, but we're going to sing about it, and we're going to find out through song. Is that okay with everybody? Are we, are we going to make a jingle? Um, should we make a jingle, or should we turn it into a, a song about karaptiku or whatever the word is? Okay. Let's let's do it. Let's do a song. Sorry. Let's be insane. Let's be crazy. We've got the time. Um, so what we need from Duncan, who is becoming <laughs> our. our <laughs> Resident jittery guest. We really do. Dunks is going. Of course, he has free tickets to our show. So, what we're going to ask Duncan for, please, is a nonsensical word. A nonsensical word. I'm not sure. I follow a a nonsensical word. A word that's nonsense. A nonsense. Just make it up. It's a improv. Tibidi squada. Tibbity Squad. I love doing that. So, guys, this is going to be a song about the object that I don't know what it does, neither do you at the moment, called a Tibbity Squatter. (laughs) Whenever you're ready. This Tibbity Squatter. Oh, I love me a Tibbity Squatter. It's this kind of uh, piece of mechanics that one can use on their body. 
Tiberisquara, 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 Tiberisquara. When you got no time to talk water, water, all you gotta do is pull out that Tiberisquara, baby. Tibbity squatter to please your lady. Tibbity So yesterday when I didn't know just what to say, I pulled out the Tibbity squatter and hip hip. Hooray! Yeah. It talking to my ear told me exactly what to do. And now you and I will we are happy. Whoop de doo. Tibbity squatter. Tibbity squatter. Tibbity squatter. Tibbity squatter. Tibbity now if you want a Tibbity Squatter, just dial the number under your screen right now. I'll say it to you cause we're on the radio. It is 556678929. Get your Tibbity Squatter right now. I don't think we've uh, explained exactly what this Tibbity Squatter is. Now you see, it's this device that can speak to you. You just put the little thing in your ear and it hooks onto your hip and it just tells you, it tells you information on how to treat a lady, how to pick up a baby. Hey there, pretty mama. How not to be shady. Tibbity Squatter. Tibbity squatter, Tibbity squatter, Tibbity squatter, Tibbity squatter. Whoa! Get me one of those Tibbity squatters. I want to pick up a lady baby who's not shady. I've got one at home, please. <laughs> I'll lend it to you. I have to wash it first. We need one of those. <laughs> so that actually comes from. Please do watch it. Please do. That actually comes from one of my favorite improv games, which is Ad Executive Game, where, and we play it a lot with corporates when we do corporate workshops and corporate training, is it's a type of role playing, but it's also about listening, responding, and saying yes. How do we take a nonsensical object and sell it or create it to a group of ad executives? And how do we say yes to each other's creations, mm. which is really fun. So let's talk about that exercise. Uh, Megs, what what was going through your mind when Duncan said tippity squatter? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm, I think that's what happens every single time. Um, half the time you're thinking, what exactly did they say? What are, did they say uh, uh, squash? What? What? Um, and... It's just taking the prompt that you receive 
the the suggestion and being able to play with it. Um, so what we do in rehearsals, we we play a lot of like free association games where you take a few steps away from the actual suggestion. So. Um, unlike what we did now, we use the actual suggestion. Um, it's very satisfying when the when the suggestion just does come into the scene. But what's nice is if you take the suggestion that you got, like spatula, and you free associate a little bit, like um, pan, eggs, kitchen, and then you get you use all of those things to make your scene. Absolutely, yeah. And then something beautiful and genius like Mr. Mitchum Junior, Junior, Junior. Is created completely, is and it's created all about it's that. all about se- <clears throat> acknowledging the offer that your your fellow player is giving you, and then saying yes, that's what we're going to use. We're going to go with that. Absolutely, but for this game in particular, listening and responding is so important mm. because we have no idea what the tippity squatter actually does. It is reliant on the first person to kind of set up what that nonsense object really does. Totally. It's like, it's like that thing where, um, what is that? That's, it's an analogy, um, about how a, a couple of blind people will tell you what an elephant looks like, but only because they can touch a certain part of it. So one blind person will tell you an elephant looks like the trunk. And another will tell you that it looks like the tail and another will tell you that it looks like the foot. But so that's basically what we are doing um, when we are playing that game. game. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So because, uh, uh, when, uh, when I heard Tibbity Squad, I, I thought there's, an, there's a rhythm in that yeah. word. Yes. So, and then they, they, people take that suggestion oh, and they go yeah. off with it. <laughs> yes. And then they start manipulating it and changing the, the uh, accents on it. Absolutely. And, and it gives them time to think, what is, it, what is a Tibbity Squadder? Yes. So rude. all of us, it became something that could potentially be quite rude. <laughs> but this is unradio, so we are allowed to be rude on unradio. Um, which is really, it's really exciting to me, the potential of where we get to go every single game, every single night we perform. Um, so we're going to go straight into our next song. Because we are having so much fun, baby. And we are going to do a little game I like to call Bartender, which we played last week, but it never loses its pizzazz. And what we need from Duncan, <laughs> we're really putting him on the spot today. Dunks, last week you gave us peeing around the corner. This week, we need a new moral dilemma, please. A new moral dilemma for a bartender. Uh, to go down on him. <laughs> <laughs> to go down on him or not to. Absolutely I awesome. I Paul's going to handle that. <laughs> yeah, we have a lot of red faces in the studio. Lucky I'm brown. A lot of red faces in studio. We are turning jittery citizens into sex talk, which is amazing. Um, to go down on him or not to, this is bartender for any of my two players who would like to get involved. To go down on him or not to. Hi there, Mr. Bartender. Could I please have a tequila? Of course. Would you like this um, special blend from Mexico? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever you got, just, just give me a double. Okay. Make it two. Two. Yeah. Okay, are you celebrating tonight? No, I'm trying to get as drunk as possible. <clears throat> I wonder what for. Here you go. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You oh. really down those quickly, man. Great, can I please have another two? <clears throat> Certainly. Yeah. <sighs> Bartender, you look like a very understanding man. I can talk to you, right? Uh, yes, that's kind of what I do here, besides pouring drinks. Okay, because I've got a, a bit of a situation. Oh? Some trials and tribulations. Hmm. Oh, I've got a new man in my life. Hmm. I'm wandering without causing too much strife. How exactly I can tell him that I've got a problem. I really hope you can help me. I really don't know how to solve him. Hmm. Perhaps you should have a chat with the oak. You know, chatting is quite the thing. If you just give him a chance, you might even make your love life a little bit enhanced. Mr. Barman, how'd you know it's got to do with that little thing that people do when they're alone with you? I never said anything about my love life. Well, I suppose that comes with a job, hey? You just know what people are gonna tell. <laughs> of course I do. Mm. And I could see it in your eye when you walked in this bar. I even saw it on that car outside. Who drives a car like that? If only you knew the people I see every day come through this bar. Oh yeah, well my, my car is just my car, so that's what I drive in. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Mr. Barman, what am I gonna say to my man? Or what did you call him? An oak? Anyway. See, the problem is, Mr. Barman, yeah, my man, my man, he likes to smoke. And unfortunately, for me anyway, it's got a bit of a strange effect. See, when I, when I try to go downtown, He's got a funny taste. Ooh. 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 Whoa. Gross. Well, that is quite gross. <laughs> I suppose you have to do something different, you know, to divert his attention, you know, so that you don't have to go downtown. That's a good idea, Mr. Barman. You see, my strategy was this. I'm gonna drink down them tequilas. And then I won't even realize that it's happening. <laughs> yeah? 
that's a good idea. You know what might also work. Tell me, Mr. Barman. If you take a bottle of this special Mampur and you give it to him at a quarter to two. Why a quarter to two? Because this Mampur is very magical. Oh. It makes him scratch his testicles. <gasps> this Mampur may make him never want or feel. That you should be downtown. Oh, that's amazing! Thank you, Mr. Barman. You got a great, great, a big appreciation from me. So give me that tequila and give me that mampur. Yeah, that thing. Oh, thank you so much. It's gonna help me endlessly. Thank you. So there it is. Some amazing advice from Meg San and Paul. If you want not to go down on your man, just buy the mampur. Just buy the mampur at quarter to two. I don't know what the mampur does, but it makes the penis taste not so heinous. So that is fantastic. Um, guys, let's talk a little bit um, about risk taking. Yeah. Risk taking. This is often a, you know. For this sort of game, you obviously have to take huge risks, huge risks with yourself and huge risks with each other because you don't know what's happening. And the same thing applies in corporates. Corporates, you know, to make big money, you've got to spend big money and they're often taking huge risks with new strategies and new things. So what is actually your approach to risk taking and what does your approach have to be when you improvise? I think the the greater the risk, the greater the reward. Often I find that it's the really, really way out suggestions or offers that you give on stage that make for a really interesting scene. And people love watching you go, okay, this is what they've given me. Now we've got to make sense of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's also about, as you say, the greater the risk, the greater the reward, which is really interesting to me because what improv does is it teaches us the skills to be okay with risk taking, Mm. to know that there's no failure. Mm. You know, it's really, really liberating to know I can take huge amounts of risk and not only get away with it, but succeed. Yeah, I think also the responsibility, you know, is a lot bigger when the bigger the risk. And it's important for the players to commit fully, you know, and to just, you know, I think that's critical to, you know, and whatever the suggestion is, to just go with it. Because the minute you start questioning yourself and, you know, um, the last verse you did and whatever, um, that can very much be the downfall of everything. <laughs> yeah, it becomes counterproductive, yeah. actually, to not totally commit, not trust in yourself and your fellow partner. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to play our last game, and then we're going to tell you about our show. Um, if you would like to see some live improvisation, yes, we would. would love to have you there. Um, but we're going to do our final game, which is Serenade. And um, we're going to sing a serenade. <laughs> To about Duncan. 
Duncan. So, Dunks, what we need from you, please, is we need your name, where you're from, your age, your favorite thing to eat, and anything else you would like to tell us. Okay, my name is Duncan. I'm from Krugersdorp. I like having some uh, ribs and chips. Who doesn't? And uh, vegetarians. My favorite color is green. And uh, that's it. Do you have a hobby? Yeah, my favorite thing to do is just to just lie down. (laughs) (laughs) Chill. You love to chill. And tell me, do you have a lady? Yeah, I do. What's her name? Uh, Palisa. Palisa. This is dedicated to our favorite producer, (laughs) Duncan, who is dating Balisa. How old are you, Dunks? Uh, 26. You're 26. You're still a baby. You're dating Balisa. (laughs) You are from Krugerstorp. You like like to chill and lie down. Favorite position. (laughs) This is dedicated to Duncan. This is Serenade. The other night I was watching my telefunken I was dreaming of a man I like to call Duncan Yeah baby I was changing the channel And I said I better give him a call I'm wondering what he's doing Wondering if he's having a ball Duncan to chill and have a lie Oh, Duncan When he's standing, he's grooving Duncan When he's lying, he's not moving Oh, Duncan Duncan Duncan. Oh, sweet chocolate Duncan 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 and my juice Mm. Shine your head on me 
shine your hair on me. Netflix with me Duncan, if you would like to chill. Duncan. Oh, we can get a steak combo from turning tender, and then we won't need to have a wild bender, Duncan. like a corpse. Take me to Kruger's dog. Ow! <laughs> oh, whoa, guys, calm down. Calm, calm down. Calm, yeah, yeah. Whoa, calm down. Whoa, just we put their mics off. Handle, put their mics off. Yes, we cannot handle all this attention from the audience. <laughs> um, Duncan, that was a song totally dedicated to how much we love you. What did you think? I'm absolutely blown away. Thank you very much, guys. It's uh, an honor to be in your presence. Mm. Your girlfriend, mm. she is Bus's. What's her name? Balesa. 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 Oh. Do you see? I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the white girl. The white girl. Um, but do you see how we just left her out of the song? We chose to ignore that. I, I was impressed with how you guys harmonized as well. Duncan, Duncan, Duncan. I'm seeing, I'm seeing the twinkle in your eye. <laughs> Yay, Dunks. We're so happy to have made your day. Thanks. So, Palesa, you can say time. that. Yeah. Palesa, we'll, yeah. we'll dedicate a song just to Palesa. Yes, yes. yes we will. Yeah. Oh, you and see, now I have to remember something. Mm. Yes, yes, exactly. So, um, next week, hopefully, we're going to be here same time, same place. But if you want to catch us live, which would be totally fantastic to come and give us your own suggestions. We are going to have a jam-packed show. Our stand-up comedy show last Wednesday at Union Bar was sold out, 170 tickets sold. So we hope that you get on it and contact the Joburg Theater. You can contact their box office. We are going to be performing there this Thursday, okay? This Thursday, the 28th of April at 8 p.m. Duncan's going to be there. Duncan. We are going to be there. Um, David Duplessis from our show last week is going to be there. And we would love you to come and listen to some awesome uh, improv comedy and watch, watch it. Watch the show. Um, let's just talk about Tuesday. Watch the show. Watch the show. Watch the show. Let's just quickly um, talk about that format because it's slightly different to Singprov. Uh, who wants to tell us about Armando? Don't all shout at once. Well, I suppose Armando is really just this in- incredible format and creates an incredible platform where we get to create an entire show, a 45-minute to an hour show, just because an audience says one word and then yeah. suddenly we have a piece of theater, which is really um, – you know, special and, and I think what's so fantastic is that, yes, there's this format where we come together and we understand that, okay, there's a bit of a structure. So we know 
two people at a time are going to come and sort of create a start of a narrative. We don't know where it's going to go. We don't know how the narratives are going to come together. Maybe they never come together. Um, but it's, it's really about this journey of discovery and, and this excitement of actually discovering together on the spot and just saying yes and which again is this incredible theme that improv has to to yeah accept and discover i mean the power of storytelling that improv comedy has is truly truly phenomenal you know the fact that we are able to get one word from the audience and come up with a whole story and take these characters on journeys and take the audience on journeys is Personally, what I totally appreciate and love about the art form. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know? I think what I love about Armando is often we have comedians um, as monologists or, you know, people um, who Our are celebrity guests. celebrity guests who are tasked with telling a story. Um, an honest story. An honest story about a word that's um, suggested by the audience. And these people are paid to be funny. And for the first time, they have to tell a real story and they aren't and not be funny. You know, um, you know, and it's just watching them trying to just be serious and tell a story without, in front of an in audience. front of an audience and not be funny is is entertainment alone. You know, it's enough. You know, just to hear what also inspires these guys and makes them, you know, tick and 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 crazy um, is 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 part of the fun of the night for me. Yeah, and absolutely, with what you're saying with our celebrity guest or celebrity monologist, which is a really fancy word for somebody who does a monologue, is, um, you know, knowing that even though they're going up there for five minutes and they're going to talk about the one word and then we are going to do a whole 45 minutes inspired from that monologue, that they don't have to rely on their material. They speak the truth and there is truth or comedy within that truth. Mm. There is comedy within that truth, which is really refreshing and really nice to know that by being ourselves, being our authentic selves and finding our truth, it's actually hilarious because the audience recognize that. I think what I really enjoy about it is it's the comedy of the human condition, which is sometimes very serious. And going back to what Nida said earlier, we play, but we play seriously. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. We and do play seriously. That's something as well within just going back to tying it into the corporates, but as well that it's not necessarily cleverness training or joke training when it comes in. It's really just about this this communication, this infrastructure of communication and connecting. Um, absolutely. And I think that's something you get to experience when you watch a show like this. And also the fun fact that we get to also throw each other in the shit sometimes. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> and then we've got to swim. We've got to, we've got to make it us, work. Some of us are born in the shit. Yes, <laughs> and watch you guys scrape out of the shit. Um, it's what improv comedy is all about. We would love to see you there. We're going to wrap up our show. So please, this Thursday night, the 28th of April, 8 p.m., Joburg Theatre, um, you can get hold of us uh, f- uh, on our website at jitterycitizens.com. Otherwise, email us, jittery.improv at gmail.com. Um, and you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Jittery Citizens. Uh, we would absolutely love to hear from you and what you thought from the show, uh, thought about the show. Give us some feedback. We love you, world. Give We're the jittery sugar. citizens. Thank, Thank you. We are the jittery 
I love to be a jittery citizen. We all love to be jittery citizens. Shabom, shabom. It's jittery comedy. Shabom, shabom. It's gonna be so funny. Shabom, shabom. Come and laugh with me. Shabom. Cliff Central Revolution. I've got something important to tell you. Cliffcentral.com.